0: Welcome to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. I'm your host Art, and you you guys, Christmas is just a few days away. I'm so excited to be able to spend Christmas with my family this year, that we're all doing well and healthy, and I hope the same is true for you too. I want to say thank you to all those who have reached out to me and wished me the best, and uh, it has meant the world to me, and I am so grateful for your participation. Today we're going to carry on the theme of music from yesterday's episode. So consider this another two-part episode. Yesterday I had Scott Newman on and we picked out some cozy Christmas music for you all to enjoy. And I hope we're able to find some good songs there and to support those artists who are putting out such great Christmas content. What I think is neat about music is that music tells a story, whether it's in the instrument side of things or in the lyrics, in the life of the musician. It's a way for us to express our story. And I have two guests on today that I think you'll find really interesting and whose musical styles are probably not that similar. My first guest, I talked to a very talented young man. His name is Lucas and he writes music. He plays music. He sings music. And he put together a Christmas album this year. I was able to interview him. And I think you'll enjoy it. And I just want to encourage any young people listening today that if you have a passion, if you have a dream, to, to go after it, to learn, to teach yourself if you have to, but pursue that dream. Lucas has got, a, I think, a good career ahead of him. And I'm really excited to see what he's going to do in the years to come. So here we talk a little bit about his music, how he he came to write it, put it together, and just a few things about Christmas. He did this all at the age of seventeen years old. Let's head over and pay Lucas a visit today on our podcast. I have a, a special guest with us, uh, Lucas Morgan. He's a seventeen-year-old high school student. I, I hear. Adults all the time saying, "Kids today, what are they, <laughs> what are they going to be up to? <laughs> uh, what what are they going to accomplish with their life?" Well, Lucas, I think is setting out to prove them wrong, and he has put out a Christmas album. Uh, Lucas, welcome to the Cozy Christmas Podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's uh, like I was telling telling Lucas before we started that my son, he's about the same age as Lucas here, and is into music as well, and. I, I think it's really neat just to have young people interested in, in such a creative outlet and, and having such passion about it that Lucas, you just went out and made your own album. It looks like.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did. Um, and I, I it's really happening more and more with, um, young, this new generation, uh, creating art and creating music. I think, Technology has a lot of ups and downs, but I, I for sure think uh, one of the huge positives is it's bringing, it's it's making it's giving a lot of opportunities for young people to create and um, get get their passion out there. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I guess t- tell folks a little bit about uh, who you are and and how you came up with this album and put it together.
1: All right. Well, I'm. 17 year old singer songwriter I have been singing for about five years and about writing for about the same amount of time but I would just you know I was like kind of being you know, a recluse about it I was I would just like hide in my room and like I didn't really want to share any of my music because I was waiting to make it perfect and then one day I just decided to finally take that first step and so now I, I, I can't stop and I just want to keep releasing stuff but yeah it's it's been really fun and really just like creatively fueling and I am just, yeah, right now I'm in a really, uh, I'm in a really good place for my
0: music. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so how did you, how did you put it all together? Did you use your computer or what was it? a did you actually get an orchestra together or, uh, how did that all fall together?
1: Actually there's a song I did just before I started the album that was, uh, almost served as a tester for the album work because because I brought in like orchestra players and like brass players um but it was a rock song I just wanted to combine like a bunch of different sounds but I figured <laughs> because I was so new to this after the experience of working with those brass players I was like maybe I should just maybe I shouldn't like hire like 30 people and like you know um so I just no I, I did do it all on my computer and i just tried to replicate uh the sound as much as possible with production and you know different Mm -hmm. plugins and stuff it's all it's all technology
0: i mean i can remember uh, you know when i was your age and the the computer music was was awful (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, unless you like that kind of uh you know eight eight bit (laughs) sound yeah well and and like i was saying my you know my son is kind of has that same interest and he's. Mm And he, I don't know, I don't know all that he has. I'm not a computer guy, but you know, mm-hmm. going to his room, he's got like two computer screens, uh, a little keyboard hooked up to uh-huh. his computer, like a piano keyboard. And yeah, yeah, he can do all this stuff that, uh, and, and then he, like you said, he's buying plugins and getting things mm-hmm. in to, to replicate that authentic sound. Yeah. Uh, and so then he, he'll, and he does some of the music on on my podcast um and
2: awesome
0: and i can't I'm like this sounds real where did you how did you do that yeah
1: it's kind of crazy how
0: yeah
1: how much you can kind of fool people <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and you know and it doesn't have it doesn't have that perfect computer sound you know you can you can tell yeah. it was it, it it was played and it was it sounds about as close to authentic as you can get mm-hmm. and i i suppose with um this year, I guess more than ever before, it's probably good that we can create music safely without bringing people in yeah. together and passing all the germs around. So. Exactly,
1: <laughs> a lot of kind of artistic departments have taken a huge hit hmm. um, this year, but it's so amazing that music is something that can still be made and and put out for to make people happier.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love music. I'm mm-hmm. not necessarily a musician, but I, you know, I enjoy it. And, mm-hmm. and I love, you know, uh, my, my Christmas playlist is just crazy long. I don't even think I've gotten all the way through it this year. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's I keep adding to it, <laughs> but uh, it's, um, I mean, it brings just to be able to create something and, and to do something, you know, it just mm-hmm. brings joy to the performer, I think, as well as to people listening and to yeah. pick up on that.
1: I think yeah. I think I think anybody can feel passion for something when they're listening to it.
0: And so your album is called "Get Your Christmas On." Yes, and it's it has a lot of uh, your favorite Christmas covers as well as an original song that you wrote. Right. I, I believe it was the the last one that in the title of the album. Yes. Uh, get your Christmas on. So what's your uh, what was your inspiration for this album? It
1: wasn't a very profound inspiration, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah uh, I've well, I've always loved Christmas and especially Christmas music. I love how the sound um, of Christmas music is sort of synonymous with standards and jazz and Frank Sinatra and all that because I listen to that stuff year, year long, you know. Mm-hmm. I was with my girlfriend and we were listening to Christmas music and that a song that's on the album You are mean when Mr. Grinch came mm-hmm. on. And she was like oh you should make something like this and you know any musician will take that as the ultimate challenge to their ability yeah. so we, uh, as soon as i went home i started working on it i tried to make something similar and then i thought why don't i just recreate that like make my own version of that song um so that's so then i started and then that night i had a version of your mean one mr grinch which is my favorite instrumental on the album so that's kind of what kicked me off and then i was like well what if i tried my own version of this song or this song and then yeah. just built from there and then um i just did there, there's not a single song on there that wasn't like that was just like oh i should do this because it's like a, a christmas song that you should put on. every single one was like oh i gotta have my own ver. i gotta like try my own version of this or this so it was a very it was a very quick but like like very passionate uh project mm.
0: yeah and and like the the sound it it, it it's like a, I don't know, 1960s vibe, you know, with the, the jazz, the big band sound. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And I mean, he has a a nice, deep, rich voice uh, that, you know, you you said you've been singing only for, or you you got involved in singing for five years, Yeah. like five years ago. Did you do any singing before that at all or?
1: None at all. The first time I ever sang was in seventh grade um, Hmm. when I was, cast in like my musical. That's how I kinda got I'd always been involved in art in some way, whether it was drawing or like writing, but more of the performing aspect was in seventh grade. I got casted as the lead in our <laughs> musical. Um and so I just had to try to sing. And then I've just been singing since then.
0: Cool. Yeah. I it's it's funny, that, I mean, how you know your I guess your journey and my son's are are very similar. He <laughs> he got into it was high school for him and mm-hmm. you know we could we knew he had a good voice but mm-hmm. he he would be very shy about it and he probably doesn't want me telling that story but <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah he got convinced to try out for the school musical and mm-hmm. you know he got a, a, a significant role in it and we're like musical you, you do know you'll have to sing right in, in public in <laughs> <And, laughs> And, but yeah, then he, he starts singing and we're like, oh my goodness, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, kudos to the schools, getting kids involved in, in music and encouraging sure. that talent, For
1: sure.
0: but yeah, on, on your album, like I said, you've got uh get your Christmas on is the mm-hmm. song you wrote. That's it's just a fun song. You know, it's, I, I love, I mean, I love Chris, Christmas. Obviously, I got a podcast about it. So, <laughs> but I, I love the songs that try to get the listener, you know, excited. You know that Christmas mm-hmm. is here and it's time to, mm-hmm. to get get going. And I was just re-listening to it again this morning and been working on some Christmas projects for uh, for the my kids and just paint, painting ornaments for them. But I'm Aww. sitting there just listening and bopping my head yeah. and away <laughs> and, and you know, I having a good time this morning. So. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh but then you have some other uh I mean just classics like sleigh ride mm-hmm. um the christmas song uh you have a couple of people that join you on some duets yes uh like uh santa baby uh mm-hmm. y- you know is typically sung by a woman uh I guess unless you're Michael Bublé <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of buddy <laughs>
0: yeah now i i love that version because it's so corny that he sings it but, yeah like, my wife says, "Like, oh, I hate this song. Why are you playing that?"
1: <laughs> yeah, me, me and my brothers play it and laugh all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I don't know if this works, bud. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's a, a really good version there. Uh, let's see. You, and you have uh, Alex is Alexa Par Parvana. Perfect, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now, so so some of these uh, collaborators you're singing with, who who are they? Are they just kids from your high school or?
1: uh yeah uh so alexa is just a old friend of mine mm-hmm. who she actually it's funny uh i didn't even think about this but she was the female lead aside me in that first musical in seventh grade sure. <laughs> um, and um i just didn't even think of it because we've been friends for so long um but yeah she we are through high school we uh were in all the productions together and we we're just good friends she just I've always been so amazed by her voice. She has such an older classic, like golden sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I had to get her on the album and she loves jazz like me, so. Yeah. Um, and then McKenna Malkin is my girlfriend. Okay. And I just absolutely love her voice and she's um, essentially what inspired the whole project. So I knew I wanted her to sing on it for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I could tell you guys had a lot of fun with with that mm-hmm. song. Um, cool. It really comes through. <laughs> and I was going to say that's a brave choice these days. I know that song hasn't been very popular with folks. Yeah, but you guys make it work. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> I, I, I did want I wanted to stay faithful to all the classics that we did mm-hmm. um, because you know at the end of, at the end of the day it's it's just sweet Christmas music. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you know, usually I I talk to people who are established in their career and have put out some kind of (laughs) Christmas content, but you're just starting. Uh, So what's, I guess, your future plans that you hope to do after high school?
1: Um, Well, I'm going through the arduous college application process right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so I, but I kind of, I sort of have a different outlook on it than, A lot of my peers do. I'm just sort of applying, and then if I get in anywhere, great. Then I'll probably go there. And if I don't, then that's fine, and I'll go to a community college and transfer. I'm not putting too much stress on myself. I'm like giving it my best shot, and then whatever happens, happens. But yeah, I'd like to go to a college after high school and keep work. I'm applying for music majors, and Mm -hmm. so I'd like to to continue with that path. And as for my music, I'm I'm planning more. I'm playing a lot of releases and just like talking with people who I might be working with. And I'm just excited for a lot of upcoming projects. But what I do want to do is I want to make a Christmas album next year too. And just whenever, whenever, whenever there's a new batch of songs that I really want to put out a version of, I think I'll maybe put out a Christmas album whenever.
0: Uh, So you're looking at having a career in as a, as a singer songwriter or just something in the music field.
1: Yeah, something in music. I'm I'm also yeah. incredibly passionate about um composing scores for like films and stuff. Oh yeah. I'm working really hard, so I'm hoping that I can create a foundation for some sort of career in music.
0: Do you have a favorite film composer?
1: I you know, I I love of course John Williams. I'm incredibly inspired by him. Sure. And um I love Danny Elfman, especially because he started as a rock singer and mm, I love yeah. rock too. And then hearing him go into these grand like film, it's really great. Um Hans Zimmer, there's I there's yeah michael Giacchino, just all like the like titans of scores right now <laughs> sure but, sure um,
0: yeah no, not, nothing out of left field but um uh, but I yeah, mean, exactly. to be fair those guys are are giants and, and geniuses Over, for a reason right. yeah i mean those sure. are yeah those are probably all of our favorite composers too mm-hmm. um well and then you know i guess trying to keep it christmas related <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. john williams has a, a beautiful score for home alone yeah um, you know, uh, Danny Elfman did Nightmare Before Christmas, which, you know, there's the debate: is that Halloween movie no. or Christmas movie or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's both. It's fine. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> that film especially has incredible music in it. Oh, yeah. um, you know, that, that's it's one of that's one of the films that when I hear the music, I wish I understood music. You know, <laughs> I, I feel like he's doing something really genius with it. Yeah. And I wish I knew what it was.
1: (laughs) That's exactly. That's the kind of, I'll listen to a score like that. And then when I hear something I like, I'll try to learn like, what is the, because I've never studied music theory or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm really like self-taught in everything I do. So the way I go is when I hear something I like, I'll try to learn what the technical term is for that or how to like write that in sheet music. So I've like dissected that score specifically for Nightmare Before Christmas um, and just really tried to learn about all that sort of stuff
0: yeah well i i usually am i'm lazy and i just ask my son hey, what's going on here why does this sound so awesome and he'll <laughs> rattle off an explanation and i'm like oh, okay no. i don't understand that guess, yeah. i'm happy sure. for you. Okay. yeah sounds good <laughs> yeah uh well as we're getting close to christmas time here do you have uh special uh, uh christmas memories or traditions that um have meant a lot to you
1: every year my family makes these cookies called holly cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, which are just like cornflakes and marshmallows made to look like wreaths. And we make those every year, ever, ever since I can remember. So that's like kind of been the tradition, the main tradition I can think of. We just do the normal things, you know, presents on Christmas morning and like. Mm-hmm. But there was one year I remember when I was really young, <laughs> which I later learned is my aunt. But we heard like footsteps on our roof and then our parents woke us up and they're like, oh, Santa uh, Santa's reindeer uh, on the roof. And then we went, (laughs) we all went out to the backyard and, um, it was, it was my aunt dressed as Santa and we've all freaked out. We're like, Santa. And then, And then um, and then we all uh he ran away and then we we didn't question the sound of like a car driving away a
0: couple seconds later yeah yeah <laughs> Santa got in the car and drove off <laughs> He stole my aunt's car <laughs> exactly
1: yeah um, but I'll, I'll always remember that because you know, of course I went to school and I was like I really saw Santa <laughs> yeah
0: I you know I we had our our grandpa who would do that hmm. um, and and i i know I, I think i feel like i'm telling the same story every every interview but this is <laughs> this isn't a an integral part of my childhood but you know we'd go see grandma and grandpa and my grandpa had big white beard and the mm-hmm. in the belly you know and he looked like santa
2: mm-hmm.
0: so at some point while we were there he would you know sneak off to his bedroom get dressed as santa and then come out mm-hmm. and you know we'd sit on his lap and and uh we it was fun and then he would you know yeah run back off to the bedroom and we could hear him, you know, we knew it was grandpa. And uh-huh. and then we'd tease grandpa later and be like, you missed Santa. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> he was just here. <laughs> well, I had to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Those, those are fun when, when uh, parents can, you know, keep that magic alive for a while. Okay. It's, it's good. And it's um, the
1: sort of thing you never forget.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, i've i've forgotten a lot <laughs> but once you get old and bitter like me you know <laughs> No, uh but i mean yeah i mean that's some of my clearest memories from childhood is exactly. is the, the fun we had at christmas time and you know with my yeah. with my grandparents and all that uh it was uh, really profound moments so yeah yeah so you have you have a lot to look forward to as you get older <laughs> <laughs> there there's a, a thing uh, you might see on social media about the different stages of life you go through that. Mm-hmm. You, you believe in Santa. Uh, you pretend to be Santa. You look like Santa. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting closer to that third stage there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Lucas, where can, uh, where can people find your album right now? I know it's on YouTube, but. Mm-hmm.
1: It's on uh, YouTube. It's on Spotify, Apple music um Pandora uh, i think they have oh, cool yeah i think they have sounds for it on tiktok um oh wow <laughs> yeah and I, I don't even have tiktok so i don't know that world at all um, right yeah <laughs> um, but it's on there um yeah it's i think i believe it's on it should be on every digital streaming
0: platform so it's uh, get your christmas on by yep. uh, lucas morgan and if you search for that i'm sure it'll pop up somewhere and um i'll i'll put links in the show notes uh for folks too they can just click and find you easy uh well anything else you want to promote or direct people to
1: just uh listen to the album if you want maybe put it in your playlists and just like listen to it it's great music for like setting up a tree or wrapping presents it's been amazing how many people have told me that like their families and extended families have been listening just doing their own christmas traditions so Mm. it'd be really special if that became part of yours listen to the album if you like and look out for new music coming soon
0: awesome yeah we um, put out another christmas album let me know we'll we'll have you back yeah. on so yeah <laughs> thank you so much you bet and uh you know best of luck to you You're just starting off i i hope you can uh accomplish uh the dreams you have and and uh we'll hear more of you here in the future so thank you so much yeah well uh lucas thanks for uh stopping by and uh the podcast and I can't believe it. I kept it under half an hour. This is a record for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Well, you, you have a, a Merry Christmas and the best to you and your family. All right. Thank you. You too. You bet. Jake, all of us here at the Cozy Christmas Podcast are rooting for you as you finish out your school year. I, I hope that you keep creating music and doing what you love. My next guest took that passion and love that he had in high school and has turned it into a career. We're going to talk with Jake from the Chardon Polka Band. Jake had reached out to me and let me take a listen to his album. It's just a fun Christmas album, but they play with passion, with skill. You can tell that they have love, the love of music and the love of polka, the love of Christmas it's really a fun album. If you want some great music to dance around the kitchen to while uh, you're up late baking pumpkin chocolate chip muffins for your daughter's teacher the next day because the cookies you tried to cook for her teacher earlier that day accidentally burned and then life got busy and you didn't have time to start cooking until 10 o'clock at night when everyone was in bed, for instance, not to be too specific on any particular person or anything. But if you find yourself in that position, <laughs> this album is a great Great album to get you through late night panic cookings. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen to my interview with Jake in the Chardon Polka Band. I have the opportunity today to uh, interview Jake from the uh, Chardon Polka Band. Did I pronounce that correctly?
2: You did on the first oh, try. I nice. was. Uh... I was like, oh, we're going to have to start over.
0: (laughs) Nope. Uh, One and done. That's me. (laughs) I hear you. No. uh, But yeah, uh, Jake here is from the Chardon Polka Band, and he's got a new Christmas album out called What Else Would You Call It? A Very Polka Christmas. Jake, thanks for reaching out and welcome to A Cozy Christmas Podcast.
2: Hey, I feel cozy. Thank you for having me, Art.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's got his Christmas sweater on and, and ready to go. So <laughs> I do.
2: It's a very cozy day. Um, I'm not sure where you're located, but the Chardon Polka Band is based in Geauga County, Ohio, and it is currently snowing.
0: Well, send it my way.
2: <laughs> very, very Christmassy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm in Iowa, and we have snow out right now, and it just started to snow a little bit just as we started talking, so... You're bringing Wonderful. Christmas magic already. This is this is good. Uh,
2: that's that's <laughs> what our band does. It
0: spreads Christmas magic. Uh, well, well, Jake, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and about your band?
2: Uh yeah. So uh, my name is Jake Cowley. I live in Geauga County, Ohio. And 17 years ago now, uh, we started a group called the Chardon High School Polka Band, and. Uh, it, at the time it was just meant to be this this high school thing uh just a a project me and my buddies had and it really took on a life of its own it evolved we're now the chardon polka band and this has been my full-time job for i think the last 10 years now uh this is what i've been doing is a Mm full-time job and as part of that job we come out with awesome albums this year with everything going on in 2020 we said hey the world needs at least one more Christmas album, so we put together a very polka Christmas. We needed
0: that. We needed that album this year for sure.
2: <laughs> I, I love it.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is just full of enthusiasm. You know, we can tell you guys are all having fun. So, are you still the the band members? Are still the ones that you had in high school that you, when you all started?
2: No, I'm. Um, I'm the only guy left from high school. Okay, and um, you know, I kind of started the group. And like I said, it was just supposed to be this high school thing. And I always for the first I I mean, it's been 17 years now. And for the first six, it was like, well, this is going to be I'll give it one more year and I'll stop it. I'll wrap it at the end of this year. But then, like I said, it, it, it became my career. And and now I have full time guys, you know, in the band with me. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was just whoever, wh- whatever my buddies played music that were free. Oh, Mike, Mike plays trumpet. Mike, come hang out, man. We're going to we're going to jam. Oh, Dan plays the electric guitar. Dan, uh, do do some shows with us, you know. And, and but now it's like it's its own thing. All my guys, we we all this is what we do for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really fun, unique job. I mean, you brought up the, the fun of the album and, and that's really every day, every project for us. Not that it isn't work because we put a lot of work into it. Sometimes it's a lot of stress and heartache, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's, it's just fun. We love playing music. And uh, fortunately, polka music is at its, at its core. It's just fun music. And Mm -hmm. and so I think that goes hand in hand with the the Christmas genre and the Christmas season. I mean, taking any of these Christmas songs and putting them to a polka beat with this uh, very bright polka instrumentation. It's just as fun. It's holly jolly.
0: So, yeah, uh, just looking over your uh, the the album here, you've got some Christmas classics on there. Like Christmas Time is Here, Angels We Have Heard on High, uh, you know, things like that. But then you give it the, the old polka twist to it.
2: Um, so this actually, I should say, this is our second Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Um, we did one back in 2015 called a very, or no, uh, that's this one. Uh, we did one in 2015 called poke around the Christmas tree. Uh, and since then all our, all our diehard fans have been like, Hey, that, that album was too little. It wasn't enough. We need another <laughs> Christmas album. And, and so we, we, you know, with everything going on in 2020, we, we haven't been working this year. Normally we'd play about 200 shows and we haven't been able to do that this year. So we were we were kind of looking for a fall project. And the idea came up to do another Christmas album. And me and my drummer, uh, Bob, we went to the studio and uh, because we were able to stay separate and everything there and give each other space and the rest of the guys all participated um, uh, from home you know they they did their parts at their home studios mm-hmm. but me and Bob in the studio we looked at a list of maybe 20 songs and we tried to select from that list what what was kind of unique what wasn't something that had been done a million times you know and it's like all right all right we're not going to do another version of jingle bells um uh, mm-hmm. you know uh i feel like there's some under the radar christmas songs on there like uh Wasail" wassail all over the town um that's an old caroling favorite of mine mm-hmm. and you just never hear it i I've, I've, i don't think i've ever heard a recorded version um i've just heard it as a choir arrangement and uh so we did that one. Um, we Three Kings. Uh, while it's a well-known Christmas song, I don't feel like there are that many versions, and I, I'm a hundred percent sure there aren't any other polka versions of We Three Kings out there. Pretty sure, uh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, fact. I mean that's a it's a song. It's got like five verses on it, and. um, uh, you, you know nobody does the five verses because it'll take you five minutes and we're like well we have five minutes we'll do it
0: yeah uh, I I like the I like the Wassail song uh, that seems to really fit the the polka sound
2: oh yeah it it, it lent itself to what we do
0: uh, I, I I did hear it before it was actually on a it was in a stage play of a Christmas Carol and they would it was it was actually a musical, so they but they would sing different Christmas carols throughout the the play, and that was one of them near the beginning and no it was uh, at one of the parties uh, that scourge sees but so but yeah, they had you know the victorian character singing yeah sale only a little more um oh, what's the right word um uh, restrained than than a polka version well, but,
2: we're we're a bit zany and off the wall that song's uh from the 18th century i believe so it it fits right in with the scrooge lore and i mean mean, it's yeah when i think of that song i think of caroling that's where i first heard it was was literally um you know i went to a caroling party where they hand out pages of music (laughs) and i went oh i've never heard this song Mm-hmm. And that 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 line with a wassailing bowl will drink to the that was in my head that whole Christmas season after that party. Um, and I've loved it ever since. And it and it just reminds me of one of my favorite parts of the holiday season, which is just spreading joy and spreading music. Uh I, I've had the profound pleasure of caroling, um, you know, on the street many times, you know, just mm-hmm. going door to door and I'll always take my accordion with me or my guitar. And uh, yeah, it's mm. fun. It's it's just a fun thing to do. Uh, and I felt like we captured a little bit of the spirit of that with that tune.
0: Yeah, I, you and I, I know others have said about your album, but I mean, I'm just smiling through the whole album. It just brought me joy. For sure, so really wonderful album. Thank you. Another song I was not familiar with was, uh, and this was kind of a funny song, but it's Andrew the Mailman. <laughs> now, right. is, is that one of yours, or is that just an old song that I missed? <laughs> that
2: that would explain why you're not familiar with it. That's one of our tunes, okay. and um, in a, in a story that's really not interesting, um, but it is the story of the song. We wrote, uh, we, we have a friend who is a radio DJ. Um, he, mm-hmm. he does a polka show called uh, Polka Changed My Life Today and his, his moniker on the, on the radio is Andrew the Mailman. And we got to know him, he's, a, he's actually a mailman by day and a radio DJ by night. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote him this tune probably six years ago now um, and it wasn't a Christmas tune. But we always sang it at Christmas. Is kind of a you know the 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 mailman brings your letters and all that. So when we re- went in to do this album, I was literally making notes on the fly and and just wrote some new lyrics to this old tune we had done, um and 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 put put a little bit more Christmas spirit in it. And I get comments on that song all the time. Um one of, one of my favorite things. Uh, this season has been, uh, you know, I've gotten a couple messages from people in the Postal Service who are like, we love that song. Thank you for paying homage to the the, the Postal Service during this time of year. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, um, we yeah. just wrote it for our buddy. And yeah. uh, it, it certainly you never know what's going to take off and get heard by different people.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I think what I noticed, uh, you know, just this year more than ever the, the mail carriers really do fulfill a, an important role in our life, especially at Christmas time. Yeah. So, uh, you know what, like you said, a great tribute to the mailman.
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, absolutely. They, they, they really do. And and we, we, like I said, we didn't really intend the song that way, but are glad. Um, and, and and certainly now kind of sing it as such. Um, we, we do a little, uh, many years, we do a little holiday special on YouTube. And and when we did the one this year, we feature that song, Andrew, the mailman, and we give a whole bunch of information about the postal service and the amazing work they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this year is pretty tough. Uh, in Cleveland, they got trucks uh, backed up for like 15 hours because of some COVID related business. Um, but getting the trucks into the postal service, uh, the sorting station and everything. So uh, we love those folks, man.
0: Our uh, mutual, mutual friend, Todd Killian, uh, on the Christmas Clatter podcast. I call them a hero. He's out there delivering Christmas packages to everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and we, we take that for granted, too. I mean, yeah. um, I, right now, uh, especially with the pandemic where we're not playing in front of audiences, we're doing all of our commerce by mail um, with the band that is. So we have these new albums and we're shipping them all over the country. And in every day, the the nice uh, lady who who does our mail delivery here at my house, she comes up the driveway, gets a big crate of these packages that I'm mailing off. And two, three days later, I got customers in California going, we love the music. So <laughs> nice. Uh, wow. They're they're the ones helping us spread the holiday cheer. No matter what you do, they're helping you spread it. So
0: that's right. That's uh, our
2: tangent on mail carriers. That's
0: right. Uh, well, stay tuned for more tangents.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What <laughs> will um, we talk about next?
0: Well, I uh, actually wanted to go back to your uh, high school experience. Okay. Now you you said you had you had started playing in high school and had a little band together. Did, did you play for uh, high school events at all, or was it just a group of friends?
2: We did. In fact, uh, fitting in with the Christmas theme today, the first show we ever played was for our high school's Christmas concert. So the, the show choir sings and the jazz ensemble plays and the whatever mm-hmm. choirs and orchestras are there. And they let us kind of like play after the credits, I call it, you know like they'd kind of wrap the show up and then went, oh, and then here are these guys who formed a polka band uh, and used the band room as a rehearsal space and and we played a couple Christmas carols as people were kind of leaving, you know the, mm-hmm. the processional music. but uh, we we played a number of high school functions um, and and always around the Christmas season with the high school, or a group in the high school, we would do some kind of fundraiser or something with some charities that our high school was involved in, but we'd play, you know, if the, if the high school had like a, um, a different stuff, like we had a chili cook off there mm-hmm. in the fall, we always played for that. Um, I don't want to say pep rally, but there were like some, some events of that kind of nature. And, and we, I was always looking for somewhere to play. So we'd, we'd, uh, sneak our way into a lot of different stuff at the high school there (laughs) yeah and i just i loved it i i since i was uh i took up the accordion when i was 14 um right at the end of middle school and ever since then one of one of my main focuses has been you know who can i play for who can i do this for and Uh, um yeah that's why this year has been extremely tough in that regards because i'm not playing for anybody face to face it's like a computer screen Mm -hmm. which i still love i still enjoy playing music in any fashion um but for me it's just so special to perform for people and, and that's something i've been about since i was 14 years old 20 years ago and uh I love that connection. I love bringing music to people, and and that was the same back then. It was the same when I was in high school. We were always, always looking for who we were going to play for which meant we played for a a lot of different stuff because we played for high schoolers. But the senior centers around here are always looking for places, people to play for them in the nursing homes. So we did these whole circuits where we'd go to every nursing home in the area and play music for them. Mm -hmm. And I just loved it. And, And looking back, I'm like, well, shucks, that's how I spent high school. Me and my buddies were going around playing music for nursing homes. We were some (laughs) weird kids. I mean, it's cool. (laughs) We were good. We were good kids. I wouldn't trade that for the world. But you know, um, yeah, it's it's funny because you know, like uh, your 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 parents want to keep you out of trouble and stuff. And the the trouble we were getting into would, um, I know, we got uh, in the principal's office once because we all basically cut class to go play uh music at a nursing home you know we we like uh, uh i know a couple times we enlisted our parents to write us notes that we we're going to the dentist you know the whole oh, yeah the whole polka band all goes to the dentist to b- together you know uh, sure but we uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got we got hollered at a number of times because uh, in the beginning we used um instruments from the high school uh, one of our guys had the cops called on him cuz they went there after hours to get their saxophone and the doors were shut so they well two of them you know boosted up into the window uh uh-huh. um i was not in, i was uh, i was not there but <laughs> but i i was like okay you know you i, I you swear your yeah.
0: <laughs> it wasn't me
2: <laughs> we're just trying to get our pol- our polka band instruments you know right so. yeah
0: yeah well did you have um did you have any like a, a teacher or anyone who was really inspiring you in music or, uh, or is this just kind of a passion you developed on your own?
2: Well, my father has always been involved in, in music or mm-hmm. theater and entertaining in some fashion, and I always uh, was attracted to that part of his life. Um, it, it just always fascinated me. I loved the entertainment element of it. And uh both my parents when I was in high school and I was getting into music were just very encouraging of that and helpful in so many different capacities. Of course, my father, um, being experienced in stuff, he knew, okay, so you need A, B, and C if you're gonna go do a show. You know, you need to have this equipment, you need to have this thought out and, and um and then just you know, the friends I've gotten to work with over the years um, have really made it a success. Uh, like I said, for the last 10 years, this has been my, my full-time job. And I wouldn't be able to do that job if it weren't for the other fine members of the band. Um, you're talking to me today, Jake. I'm the front man and all that. But mm-hmm. um, there's three other guys who do this full-time. They're amazing. And uh, we all rely on each other. Um, every day every gig all that stuff and uh, without their support and the, and that teamwork you know you we wouldn't be the the band we are it's not um yeah I, I can't even imagine it it's uh it's crazy it's fun
0: oh good well I hope I, I would hope it was fun
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but
0: yeah no um, well this, uh, it's just interesting uh because this will be on on an episode that I also am interviewing a uh, a 17 year old musician who put together his first Christmas album. He pretty much did it in his room on his computer and it sounds really great. And I mean, he's a good singer and all that. And uh, it's neat how, you know, when you're young and you get captured with that, that excitement for music and you just let it take you places to, to create.
2: I, I I love it. I love creativity. I love art, and and getting to just work on my art every day is uh, a tr- a true blessing. You know, um, from from when I was fourteen till now, um, it, it's 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 truly a blessing to be able to do that.
0: Uh, so, what are you guys looking forward to doing? if and when we can get out of uh, quarantine and see the world again.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Well, as mentioned, normally we do about 200 live shows in a year, and I, I look forward to having an audience in front of me again. Um, I, I look forward to being on stage uh, with our band. Um, even even in making this album, we we didn't do it face-to-face. Um, and that was a challenge, uh, but it was also a lot of fun and and very creative. Uh, but yeah, I, I look forward to getting back in and playing, playing with my crew on normal terms.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I've talked to some people involved in theater and things on the show. And, you know, as great as you said, too, you know, Zoom can be it, yeah. it just doesn't beat the live experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah that, that's really what made me turn music into a career. I was trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do to make money. Mm. Uh, In my life and had a few different interests and I I have no doubt that I would have kept playing music in some capacity but uh, I was at a live show uh, I I think it was a county fair one year and I, I came off the stage and I went that's it that's that's the that over everything I do and I'm involved in that I that I have that I could try and make a living at that's the one that makes me happiest that's the best feeling I get here. And that's where I know I'm being a hundred percent true to myself. Who I am is that guy on stage, you know, it's uh
0: Now about Christmas in general, I mean, where do you, where do you stand on Christmas? Is it the best holiday ever? Or, or are you a bah humbug?
2: <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do an album if I, I was a bah humbug, you know? Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't play music if I don't like it. And if I don't feel it, you know, um, uh, mm-hmm. I love Christmas. Um, and, and I guess maybe talking to you as a musician today, uh, it, it's fitting. One of my main holiday experiences since I was 14 years old has been music, has been, you know, playing the accordion for whoever, you know, nursing home, high schooler, whatever. I just love uh, singing these old Christmas carols. Uh, my personal favorites and, and my Uh, are, you know, the kind of like the religious tunes, you know, Mm -hmm. joy to the world, silent night. Oh, come all ye faithful. Those are, those are all my favorites. Um, Caroling. I I, I mentioned caroling earlier in the conversation, Mm -hmm. but that was always something we did every year where, where at least once a year, sometimes 20 times a year, we we'd go door to door and, and sing for people that, that we didn't know. Mm. And I love that. I love that.
0: I bet you got some surprise looks. They might be expecting just some carolers, but well, we got a band out here.
2: <laughs> right, right. Well, and that's um, kind of be- before like th- these past few years um, have been very successful for the band, mm-hmm. which means that I don't get to play a lot of music like on the side, in my spare time. Uh, we're playing Christmas shows out at venues, so I only get to go caroling like once or twice. But I know like five years ago, it like I'd call up the band members and be like, hey, I'm getting a gang together. Go, Carolyn, you in? So we'd have a drummer, a tuba player, a guitar player, all kind. Yeah, you showed up with a full <laughs> band of pe- uh, people were just like, what, what's going on? And, and then it's a small I live in a small area. So they, you know, f- people know us, even if I don't know them, you know, hey, that's the, the Chardon Polka band right there, you know, with an accordion <laughs> on my doorstep. Yeah. I love it.
0: Do you have any uh, uh, family traditions or uh, special memories that you like to uh, share with with folks?
2: Of of course. I mean, like like everybody, you know, your family's got your own things you do at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I I guess one of my favorite things will always be um, before uh, they passed away, we'd always go to uh, my my grandparents on my father's side Mm -hmm. on Christmas and um, at different stages of my life, that journey looked different, but it was always, they always lived away. So it was this journey on Christmas Eve and something about the drive on Christmas Eve. It didn't matter if I was seven years old, uh, you know, looking out the window for Santa Claus or, you know, as a teenager, um, you know, going to see my grandma or, you know, as an adult on my own driving to Indiana to meet the rest of the family and see, you see all those people, um, Hmm. It's just a special time.
0: When I was a kid I I lived about 5 hours from my grandparents and so we would once we got to Christmas break we'd pile in the car the next morning and head out to grandma's house and man that was exciting.
2: <laughs> I I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. Isn't isn't that I mean there's just something magical about the Christmas journey, the tr- the trip, the mm-hmm. it's the Christmas road trip, it's the the journey to see grandmother um and uh yeah i mean i i think back on all, all these years of travel and, and go man sometimes sometimes it was smooth sailing sometimes it was an ice storm sometimes it was magic you know and it mm-hmm. was just yeah it's it's wonderful to think about and reflect on
0: yeah and i i do know that i mean every every time i couldn't sleep the night before i would be too excited And I I think probably even more excited than the night before Christmas. I mean, it's like actually getting there. Once we get there, then we can we can look forward to Christmas. But yeah, they always just made it really special and fun for us. So um, that that's that is I think a memory a lot of us share. Just looking forward to that trip to be to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Right. Yeah, and I think we uh, even went over the river and through the wo- woods, actually. <laughs>
2: we, uh, we I, uh, yeah, my 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 grandparents lived in uh, Brown County, uh, Indiana, out in the mm. middle of the woods. So it was, you, you it was a trek, you know. Yeah. Um, over the river, through the woods.
0: That's right. Yeah. Well, we we uh, drive across Illinois, and there's a lot of desolate places out there. So, <laughs> but yeah. we made it. We made it. <laughs>
2: yeah one one year when i was living on my own um uh, I, I was on my way to indiana and i I know i think i'd been out playing a gig the night before so at one point i, I like pulled the car over to rest stop and slept for a couple hours and then mm. an ice storm hit and i i was on the phone with my dad and this was before i had a smartphone you know so he was telling me to directions over the phone because all the roads shut down the main roads. So I was on all these back roads in Indiana, um, for hours, hours, got there at like three in the morning. It was just, but it was just wonderful. I look back on that and I'm like, what a fun Christmas memory. And uh, at the time it was probably like, you're going to, you know, uh, slide into a ditch and, and, and freeze to death. But
0: those, those adventures we survive are always the fun ones.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. And there's being in a band, you get a lot of those. It's, uh, it's fun. We, oh, uh, yeah, we, sure. we've, we've got, uh, kind of my family road trip has been replaced by bound band road trips across the country. And it seems like we've always gotten for like the last six, seven years, we've always got at least one Christmas tour in like, you know, we go to Michigan to play a Christmas show or even a few hours away in Columbus, Ohio. And, and it, it's always kind of a magic journey, dangerous because of the snow, but you know, uh, magic, we all, um, we jam out to Christmas music and all all kinds of stuff.
0: Man, that's, that's got to make it fun.
2: It is uh, for sure.
0: Yeah. So do you uh, do you usually do a lot of traveling to family on Christmas now as as an adult or is it?
2: Um, well, my I, I'm, I'm married now uh, to my beautiful wife, Emily, for the last five years. And, and our kind of thought on the whole subject had been uh, my family is from Indiana originally. And while I and her family's here, mm-hmm. um, so we get to see see them more often. So while my grandparents were alive, we always went back to Indiana for Christmas. And once my grandparents passed, um, we've we've stayed in Ohio and my parents come uh, stay with us. Okay. Um, so and this is our first year. We just had twin boys and De- um, last December 27th. So this is their first Christmas Nice. Um, we got two little one-year-olds for Christmas. Um, and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to figuring out like, okay, in these next years, uh, that these kids are growing up, what is our family's Christmas? I have no idea, honestly, uh, mm-hmm. I have no idea, uh, what that looks like, what that is,
0: man. Well, congratulations, twin, Thank you. twin boys. They're going to keep you moving.
2: <laughs> yeah, they already do. Yeah. They're crazy.
0: Oh, uh, that's neat though. And, and it's going to be real fun. Especially in a couple of years, once they start realizing what Christmas is and getting excited and it, it really just ramps up the the joy of, of Christmas for sure.
2: Uh, I can't wait. I'm all, and, it, and even though they're one year old, I'm already trying to like force it on them. <laughs> like <laughs> we, we took them out. It was 30 degrees the other night. We bundled them up like the kids in the the Christmas story. I can't put their, like Well, one kid literally couldn't move. And if he moved his head, it was covered up by a hat. So he had to keep his head forward and we bundled them up and took them to the town square to look at the Christmas lights and they're they're like what are we doing it's nighttime. it's freezing <laughs> out and we're like look at the look at the lights we're holding the kids up uh, just because we want you know we want that christmas experience with them yeah uh, we, we uh, not that they care but you know we got a bunch of christmas uh story books that we read them and uh i, I don't know if they know that they're different than the story books we were reading them a, a month ago but Uh, you know, we, they do like, we got like the decorations up, which we had to kind of alter this year. So the kids don't hurt them, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll hold them up and look at the wreath and, and always play Christmas music. So yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Oh,
0: that's awesome. My, my youngest, the year she was just kind of in the stage of learning to walk. So we had to, we had to put the tree up higher and and use only about half of it. So she didn't pull it down on herself. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. You gotta, gotta take some safety precautions now and then, but uh uh yeah, well, that's going to be some fun days ahead for you for sure. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, uh, well, Jake, thanks for, uh for stopping by and talking a little bit about your music and, and Christmas and all those fun, all that fun stuff.
2: Hey, thank you, Art. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so if folks want to find your music, where, where can they go to, to get that?
2: Well, we are on Spotify and iTunes um, for all your digital listening enjoyment. Uh, our music and merchandise are for sale on our website, Uh But I, I, I'd most tell people like, check us out on Facebook and YouTube um, without spending any money. We've got a ton of material available uh, that you can listen to and watch for free. Um, we're always having just a zany time on Facebook um, with all kinds of stuff, no matter what time of year it is. And our YouTube channel uh, is a lot of fun. We uh, especially this year with the pandemic and not being able to perform live, we dump a lot of time, effort, and creativity into, into making videos for folks.
0: Yeah. I I was on there and I think you actually had full concerts posted. I I think I saw a couple on there. So yeah, yeah. Folks really want to get a taste of what your shows are like. Uh, go and check that out for sure.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, all right. Well, Jake, have have a merry Christmas uh, to you and your family. I hope you guys uh, enjoy the rest of this year.
2: You you as well uh, have a blessed holiday. And thanks for including me.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you later. This is likely the last regular episode before Christmas. I do have one very special episode coming up. I say very special about every, everything, don't I? But we have the super awesome Christmas podcasters, Christmas extravaganza, Christmas episode. Yes, I p- try to put Christmas in there as much as possible. A <laughs> couple of podcasters and I got together to bring you some Christmas cheer. I'm going to be interviewing America's favorite mail carrier, Todd Killian, from A Christmas Clatter podcast. My good friend, Manny, from Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, thanks to some generous contributions, I was able to send him on location to the North Pole. He's on his way right now, in fact, by dog sled. And we're going to have live broadcasts from the North Pole. Uh, Manny's going to tell us what he sees up there. And hopefully, if he can find him, we might even hear a word or two from the big man himself. That's right, Santa Claus well we'll see what he can find out we're going to have some other fun along the way as well Um, we're going to have a a story read by a special guest we're going to um, we're going to even have some commercials you won't want to miss as every christmas special must have those christmas commercials we'll have a few of those look for it on december let's see santa leaves on the 24th but with time zones so yeah i think it'll drop on december 23rd so you'll want to be looking out for that it's gonna be a it's gonna be an exciting one and again that's the super awesome Christmas podcasters Christmas extravaganza starring your favorite Christmas podcasters uh, if you like to help support the show you could go to uh, you can buy me a coffee go to kofi com ko fi.com and look for a cozy Christmas podcast I believe it's just backslash cozy Christmas and you'll find it And if we get enough donations in this year, who knows where we'll send Manny next year. He's up for anything, so (laughs) I appreciate what he's doing for me. And then uh, once he gets home, we're going to get a chance to sit down and talk with Manny later on in January in an episode coming up. So in the meantime, be kind to each other and share your stories. And remember that there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Have a very Merry Christmas.